Let's turn in God's Word to 1 Timothy chapter 4. 1 Timothy chapter 4. We'll be reading the whole chapter, verses 1 through 16. First Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 16. Beginning verse 1, these are God's words. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of, a good, of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. But refuse profane and old wives' fables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness, for bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. These things command and teach. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, and purity. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Those are God's words. So Paul, now here in chapter 4, warns the church through verse 3, of a dreadful apostasy, the church in great measure falling away from the Lord, but also a warning against the work of the Antichrist, which is the Pope of Rome or the papacy. And then through verse 5, he speaks of that common problem at that time and becoming oddly popular again today, the liberty, the liberty we have in Christ from the ceremonial law. Now, we should not worship according to that ceremonial law of the Old Testament that the Lord commanded of the sacrifices and the priests and the temple and all these things because Christ is the final sacrifice. He died. And so these things all pointing to Him are fulfilled in Him. And so to go back to them is to go back to the rudimentary things instead of Christ. And then through the end of the chapter, Paul instructs on many doctrines as well as gives encouragements to Timothy to shepherd the flock well and being their pastor. 
And so in this chapter, again, remember to beware of false doctrines taught in the church and to turn to Christ by turning to His Word. Let's pray. Father, thank You for calling us together this evening to worship You. We're thankful that You give us Your Word, that You do not leave us in darkness about those things that come into the church to destroy the church, all those things of works, uh, all those things of works of the devil, the antichrist, and and the demons. Uh, Father, we ask that you would turn us from any such thing. If any comes in, that it would be quickly pushed out and destroyed. That there would not be division in your church, but unity in the truth. And we know your word is truth. And pray that you would. Continue to raise up godly men and ministers, faithful men, to pastor your people throughout the world. In our denomination, we're thankful uh, this coming Friday for the ordination of another man to be a minister of the gospel. We pray that he would be faithful, bold, zealous, not fearing of men, but fearing you alone and preaching and teaching from the whole counsel of your word. And uh, Father, we ask that You would uh, cause us cause us to be faithful in the Word. And as we hear it, give us ears to hear and eyes to see Your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, thankful that thus far You have protected us from false doctrines, or you have delivered us from those false doctrines to the truth. We're thankful for this. But we do not thank you in pride. We thank you with great humbleness, knowing that it is alone by your grace that any of this has happened to us and our souls and in this congregation. And so, Father, we give you praise. We pray that you would continue reforming us because we continue in sin. And so, surely there is some. Uh, aspects of our worship, aspects of what is preached, aspects of things that we hear and what we do in our lives, of how we live for You, that is still a turning away from You. And so turn us to You in those things and purify us as Christ is pure, perfectly pure. We desire to be perfectly holy perfectly righteous, completely. And so bring that about perfectly at the right time by Your Spirit and shower upon us Your grace. And where we fail, Father, show mercy. Father, we're thankful that the Gordetskis are here this evening with us. We praise You that You have healed them of their sicknesses. We pray that You would heal those who are still sick and that You would grant to Your people healthy bodies uh, as much as You will and that You would make us to have uh, also healthy hearts that love You, uh, souls that love You. And uh, Father, we do pray that You would make us to be men and women, children of the Word. And so we pray that You would give the youngest here the ability to read, that they would be able to read Your Word and uh, believe what it says. Those who are able to read, that You would grant them 
the desire to spend that time with you every day, meditating upon your law day and night. So to take that word that they read and then meditate upon it and think upon it throughout the day and pray, even uh, young children. And uh, Father, we pray that You would enable all of us to make the time because You've given us so much time to read Your Word. And You've given us so much time, all time, to pray as we pray now. As we go out from here, make us to be unceasing in prayer and persevere in it as we heard last Lord's Day. Father, we plead now that You would be with our nation. We consider our nation this evening as we consider the nation of the northern kingdom of Israel and the judgments that come upon that nation for rebelling against You. And the same, our nation is rebelling against You. Father, we pray that You would turn this nation to Yourself. That You would hold off Your judgments even for the few righteous who remain within this nation. And Father, cause our rulers, our leaders, at all levels, to turn unto Christ Your Son, to believe on Him, to covenant with Him, that He would be seen as the King, and His law, Your law, would rule this nation. And that for Your glory that many would be encouraged by the nursing mothers of the government, our nation, to go into the churches to hear the Gospel preached. And we pray that in the churches the Gospel would be preached faithfully. Father, we need revival in the church. And so turn us. And turn us so that You would come in great power and send Your Spirit to revive this nation and revive the church. And so make us to be zealous for Christ and the Gospel and for repentance to turning from our sins to You. Father, I would be with those who are not well today. Those who are not here with us today, grant to them Your blessing. If they are in rebellion, turn them back to You. I pray especially for those who have shown that rebellion publicly. So we pray for the gardeners still, though they have been excommunicated and cut off from Your church because of their running from You to another Gospel. Father, we ask that You would turn their hearts even now. That they would feel that shame that is talked about in Corinthians or Thessalonians. They would feel that shame and turn back to be with You. To hear the good news of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. To be in fellowship with Your people instead of those who reject Your people. We pray for John McQuash who has those questions about you and has denied the faith because he doesn't see those questions answered. And yet we know that the secret things belong to you. And uh, so, Father, we ask that you would turn his heart back to you and uphold his wife and his children who 
at least desire to be here. We pray that you would bring them again next Lord's Day. Pray for John Dang and his consistent not rejecting and turning away from the Lord's Day and for rather to work. Pray that you would convict him in his heart of the need to keep your day holy and to be here with us and make sure his family is here with us. And this all as reminders to all our families that we would be faithful to worship you morning and evening on the Lord's Day. Because it's not just Lord's Day morning, but Lord's Day. Just as the sacrifice is offered in the morning and in the evening, so we come exalting in Christ who is sacrificed morning and evening to exalt in that sacrifice and in His resurrection and in His exaltation now as He sits enthroned, sovereignly ruling for our sakes, that more would be brought into the church, that we would be kept from apostasy, that we would be kept from falling unto great sin, that we would be kept until that final day and our final breath, even our bodies kept in in union with Christ, even in the grave, kept by Him to be resurrected on the last day. Father, grant us now peace in Christ Your Son and joy in the Holy Ghost. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.